Caleb, it's been 27 days, three hours, and two minutes since we've What's last heard from Ross. What's the James Franco that cuts his arm off? Is it 37 hours? No, that's 122 hours, 112 hours. I don't know. I'm uncultured. It's more than 37. It would take me more than 37 to cut my own arm off. What? Where is that? Where is the, like, survival the rate for you? Like, How long would you go? 127 is the movie. Got there. 127 hours. That's that's exactly what it is. What is your threshold? How long could you have your arm stuck in a rock with before you cut it off? Oh, it, that's like that's step number one for me. It's you like sadomasochist motherfucker. Listen, we've seen what happens. I'm just gonna get it right to the point. <laughs> Look, I've seen the movie. I know how this ends. My arm is coming off now. My arm does not exist. It's stuck in a boulder. <laughs> I'm done. I I would probably die of dehydration. Oh, would you just it. accept the fact you're in the crevice forever? I don't think I could do it. I don't know. Oh, I'd probably pass out from the pain, just going like, oh! Oh, totally. But like, ah, Jesus, fuck, I don't know, we should add that to my list. <laughs> hey, 127 what? hours. 127 hours, add it to the wheel, damn it, add it to the wheel. And add it speaking to the wheel. of wheels, Caleb, the wheels determine movies, the movies we talk about, because we are what, Caleb Weed? The Binge Picture Podcast. Time Dreams. Leonardo DiCaprio. The Tom Hardy. A very star-studded cast. I want to punch Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the face. We're going to fight And welcome back. We are the Binge Picture Podcast. Um, yes, we are. Ross we're is still the... not with us. We believe now we've come to the conclusion he is lost in the wilderness. We are podcast orphans, Dylan. How does it feel? You know, I Dad, figured one of us Ross would go. went to the store for cigarettes 25 years ago, and he never came back. And we grew up just fine, Caleb. Not my crippling alcohol addiction. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, geez, yes, we're the only podcast on the internet. Pod- only, the only movie. The only movie podcast only ever movie in podcast. existence. Everything else, a sham. I mean, we're the only podcast in general, but also we have this novel idea to talk about movies. So, things are going well at BPP. Um, Dylan, how have you been, buddy? We took a oh, week off. I'm getting better. You're getting better? That's good. I'm just getting better. Getting better is a good way to be getting. Yep. <laughs> a good way to be getting, Mr. Weed. It's a good way yourself. to be getting. I, you know, I've been worse. <laughs> that's, that's my general response these days. I've been worse. It could right. be worse. Could oh. be worse. I could be a woman. Hey, too soon, sir. Too in soon. In America, that's supposed. To, yeah. We've lost all of our audience. BBB has a high female demographic. How dare you? Well, I'm like in solidarity. I said that in solidarity, like in fuck. solidarity with the woman. Yeah. But also, in solidarity sir, your mustache with the looks woman. impeccable. Thank you. Yeah, I have a mustache now. You can fly jet planes now and. I am, yeah, I am, I am Miles Teller. That's exactly right. I'm going to be in Top Gun, uh, play the piano, all that stuff. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Gonna but be great. thank you. what we are talking about today is 2010's epic from Christopher Nolan, Inception. And by the way, it's 12 years old. Spoilers abound. We don't, I'm it's going to be fuck. a teenager. It's huh? going to be a teenager soon. It can buy nothing. No, it, it can't. Can it can just be... rated games. <laughs> It, it's almost in puberty. It's almost in puberty. Oh, God, I don't want to see Inception in puberty. It, ooh. Can you some imagine weird dreams. That? 
these Wait, some weird oh, the dreams. dreams. Oh no, the dreams. That would be, yeah. Ugh. NC seventeen, NC thirteen. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Inception. So, twenty ten, directed by Christopher Nolan, um, who also produced the film with Emma Thomas, his wife. I didn't know Christopher Nolan was married. That's my that's my first revelation today. You know, he seems like a man who could never be married. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know much like about Christopher Nolan. Types. Yeah. I don't know. He also wrote this bitch. Did he really? Yeah, he wrote this bitch. I feel like the writing was good. Like, it's a, it's a really good story. It's a good story, but I will always hold on to the fact that Christopher Nolan cannot write women. Oh, yes. Yes, he's terrible at writing women. Yeah. Like, they're just either scornful bitches, which is, for some reason, the casting type for... I'm looking up her name right now. For um, Marianne Cleard... Because she was that in this movie. She was a scornful, like, memory of his wife, of Leonardo DiCaprio's wife. This is Leonardo DiCaprio's and wife, And then in Dark Knight yeah. Rises, she's a scornful daughter of Ra's al Ghul? Uh, she has a shtick. She has a shtick. It shtick. would appear. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Christopher Nolan's got a weird track record with that stuff. He just doesn't give them a personality. Like, Christopher Nolan knows how to make great ideas. I'll even say he doesn't know how to write characters as a concept. Yeah, he's much more, much more about visual and like action and motion. He is, um, but and the, blocking and that kind of stuff. I think he excels at. And, and I think he leaves the to the actors to fill in his gaps, and that's yeah, definitely. why you have like Leonardo DiCaprio does great performances. Like <clears throat> the characters in this show, in this show, what the fuck, in this movie, <laughs> know what they're doing, and they and they're top tier actors. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Nolan always pulls huge actors, I think, because he gives them a long leash. I agree with that. Yeah. He lets Um, them do whatever the fuck they want. Right. So, like we said, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, he is the lead. um, And also starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Elliot Page. Who is the real lead? Humana, 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 humana. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Tom Hardy, Ken Watanabe. Uh, Cillian Murphy is back. Cillian character in the BP so, P universe. Oh, I was about to say, um, what's the old man's name? Uh, that's always in his movies. Uh, Alfred. Oh, 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 what the? What's it? Michael. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I was about to be like, Michael Caine's not in this movie. I'm like, he's in this movie for a total of like five minutes. Well, because it's a Nolan flick. You got to throw a Nolan in the, flick. He has to be throw in, in the every Michael Caine flick. Uh, <laughs> Outside of that, oh, is this Tom Berenger's last movie? Because Ooh, oh wait, know. no, not Tom Berenger. Um, what's his name? Uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. I believe Tom Berenger no, appears it, it is still Pete, alive. It was Pete. Uh, Post- so that would be Postaway, the English Pete, voice actor who died Pete of cancer Post- around this time. Oh, like I, I think his I last performance about was him. The Town, mm. and then probably some other movies he did. Like the last main one I remember was the town because he looked rough like he fought cancer so like you know yeah it probably didn't go well um yeah the town it appears was the last film released while he's still alive but he has a posthumous posthumous um appearance in killing bono it would appear um which (laughs) which is intriguing what is killing bono i don't know but i feel like we should add it to a list just to see what happens 
Interesting. Okay. Well, everyone should watch Killing Bono. Um, <laughs> just because. Because of the title. Caleb, initial Dylan. thoughts of Inception. I hadn't seen Inception since I saw it in the movie theaters in 2010. I, I've been racking my brain trying to remember if I've seen it since then, and I really don't think I have, which is crazy. So I haven't seen it. I hadn't seen it in 12 years. Um, and it was much less mindfucky than I remember watching it back then. Well, I think um, it set the bar to like elevate stories and elevate visuals. Especially for like the 2010 like race to catch everyone's attention. Hmm. That's interesting. So do you think it like had that much influence on I the 2010s agree with its uh, concept and execution of practical and special effects, uh, special effects and VFX shots? It did raise the bar for a lot of films, but then again, Nolan's been known for that shit for a while. It just, I feel like this, like, you couldn't go the entire year without it being like, is he in the dream? Is he not in the dream? Like, it grabbed you by the balls and, like, by the head and made you forever listen to this. Hmm, interesting. I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, it's, it's a very good movie. Um, it was just, like, I remember everyone being so confused and like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Whoa, it's so hard to dream within a dream, man. Like... But it, it didn't feel that way to me now. It was, like, really easy to follow. I don't know. I feel like, well, one, we've grown, and we've seen movies, and we've discussed movies, and we've learned about techniques and all that, right? Yeah, true, perhaps. <clears throat> I'm just thinking that it's um, it's more or less something else. Like, um, I don't, something else, my ass, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> no, I was waiting. It, it's, the, it's the concept. The concept grabs you. The concept is amazing. So, um, what are their names? Cobb and and uh, and Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, they they go into people's brains and perform. They're, they're mind thieves. They're mind. They're dream thieves. Yeah, they uh, the their idea is to infiltrate their target's dreams and plant subconscious ideas in the dream to get them to like do things in real life once they wake up. Um, it's fucking crazy concept and very cool. And I love the way that, like, they don't over... Because the first thing that comes into mind is how the fuck do you get into a dream? And they don't really blow... Like, it could have been so complex and weird, but they really just sedate each oh, other yeah. it's just, in a room. It's and they just don't touch technology that. and drugs. That's all yeah, it is. It, right. Um, so I like the way that that was really kind of low-key and it worked like that's not the point um you want to see the stuff that happens in the dreams not how they get into the dreams right i, I would have gotten hung up on the process like well what are they putting in there what are they injecting people with i feel like in those kind of movies like the ones where like it's really stupidly complicated like it's like explaining marvel or like comic shit yes when there's all the layers and all the connections and mm -hmm. i it feels like almost like the logic is very um comic booky because there's no need to explain. It's just, it's the moral center of it all that you have to, moral center. What the, I am not English. Bro, bring it home. Bring it well. home. You got it. Oh! Bring it no, home. No, it's just, it's how it works as like. It's how it fucking works. And that's yeah, all and they, if you they tell you how it is. Immediately, you're immediately out of the film. Right. And, because, and it doesn't, it doesn't really ask you to question it. It just is like, here, here's what it is. Yeah. And, and then it's and like, you're in you a dream. It and you, then you just keep off. going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that. 
What are your it, initial thoughts? My initial thoughts when I first saw this is like, oh, this is just another movie. Like, so 2010, Dylan, was very, like, uncultured. Okay. Everything he kind of knew was just like, oh, I'll watch it. But, like, this movie grabbed my attention immediately. Because I'm like, oh, they killed Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the first five minutes. Oh, wait, he's in a dream? I was so pissed. I wish he was dead. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about Joseph Gordon-Levitt hate in a minute here. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's a really well-shot-out movie. It's really good concept in the idea that you just have to go with it. If you question mm-hmm. it, you're just going to be put in a loop for the rest of the movie, and you're not going to well, enjoy the movie. That could be said about a lot of movies. I mean, but yeah, it won best cinematography. I didn't know that. I mean, the way they shot it is immaculate. Yeah. What was? What did you like about it? Um, I'm always a slut for that. I didn't know it was really practical, like the spinning room. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen like the behind the scenes breakdown of of that and how it's it was just just Joseph Gordon-Levitt on a wire going in a spinning room. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Um. I particularly like a lot of this. Like, it's a mix of uh, special effects combined with practical combined with VFX. So, it's it's always that love the myriad marriage right there that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, out of that, it's just I really like the setup of it all, where like it's like forming the team together. Like, you get Elliot Page right there. Um, being the architect. That scene, I like it. I love that scene a lot where it's like, she's a novice. She doesn't know what she's doing. And then she just makes the world. And I'm like, yes, girl. Yeah, when she's, because, when she's figuring it out. And then it also, like, this this movie does a lot with good writing. Like, he, Christopher Nolan knows how to write scenarios with beginnings, actions, and consequences. Because mm-hmm. immediately you find, and he informs the audience of that. Because immediately after... Um, Elliot Page starts doing that the world turns against her because the subconscious goes get the fuck out right and that's yeah, why that's... I feel like this movie does well is like instead of telling you like you're being fo- like just the exposition dump you get with a lot of movies nowadays this one's like logically telling you in the situation of why you are why they are splurging this information yeah there is definitely exposition dumps but they're not up front they're they kind of unfold in the midst of the moment, um, yeah. which which was good, like, like especially organizationally. With, like, when you were first introduced to it, Ken Watanabe's character is the one who's leading that conversation. He is being the one who is asking the questions mm-hmm. for the audience. Like when Cobb and Arthur are both in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's the one who's thinking about, like contracting them so he's, that's why he's, he's asking all the it, questions you, and it works let's out be honest, he was also thinking about pushing him out of that goddamn helicopter oh for sure but uh yeah so i, th- I think it's it, it's it's definitely um unique i don't think there's really anything like it it um, threw the idea of the the heist genre on its head a bit yeah sure yeah there's a very unique take on on heists because you're stealing you're really, like, breaking into and stealing things that are not tangible. They're, they're dreams and subconscious, like, emotions and feelings and stuff. It's really, really cool. It's really cool. It's fucking Inception, bro. <laughs> it's Inception. But no, it sets up, again, I think the main thing we're going to talk about is Christopher Nolan's writing. And Christopher Nolan knows how to write scenarios, the challenge, and the payoff. Or, in this movie's case, we don't know the payoff. 
And that's what led to a lot of people talking about it. I know it's been 12 years and people still talk about very vaguely. How do you think Inception ended? Is he in a dream or is he in real life? Yeah. Yeah. Well, ooh, that we got to talk about that. Oh, it, it's coming up. But first I want to talk about the Joseph Gordon-Levitt hate. Why are you coming after my man? Um, basically, he was in 500 Days of Summer. Do you not like movie. 500 Days of no. Summer? No. It's fucking cringy as all hell. That's the point of the movie. Is it? Yes. That's the point? Yeah. It's a cringy know. love rom-com. What I do just you don't like his it? face. Isn't that valid? Huh? Can I just not like his face? That's fine. <clears throat> like, also, can you explain why he has a punchable face? Let me pull up a picture of Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I can pull this up is... a picture of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And that man has a fantastic jawline. <sighs> I feel like this is problematic. I don't know. I just don't like him. I just don't like... That's I, fine. I don't, I, don't like his, I don't like his style. I don't like the way he... I, like, I don't like his, his method of acting. I, I just don't like his characters. I don't know. I really can't explain it. And like the way he stole a kiss from Elliot Page. Like, what a fucking asshole. You're Remember about that? to die in the mental world. You pick a time to get a kiss. <laughs> you just don't get a kiss. You don't steal one. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. It says here that um, James Franco was in talks to play Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. I'm really glad he didn't. Can you imagine Joseph Gordon-Levitt just wa- not just like James Franco walking up there and just being James Franco in a very serious movie? Also punchable. Very punchable. I would say more punchable than Joseph Gordon. So Levitt. Nolan just wrote this character Arthur as to be a punchable man. <laughs> Wait, I wonder if that's in the tagline, the notes of it all, where it's like Arthur, very punchable. Punchable. He has to be a punch, a punchable sidekick. I want. I'd like for casting notes. The casting director is just looking over. It's like leading man, uh, businessman, punchable. The hell is punchable? <laughs> Hey, Punchable, we should we should we should bring in James Franco. You know, that's a bold statement. Sir, we can't get James Franco. Shit, who's the other guy? What other guy? <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt. Are we sure, sir? He's could, having a rise in fame. I could punch him. <laughs> Christopher Knoll needs to go on record being like, I've punched Joseph Gordon Levitt. If you could punch one actor in the face, who would it be? Ooh, can you get can we put that at the end? I mean I guess. It's happening now. Oh, it's happening now. Um, we can oh we can come back to it like if no you think no about it. I can figure one human out real quick. Wait, movie actor or just celebrity as a concept? Well, you can. Op- I was gonna say actor, but you can open it up to celebrities like Brett Ratner. I just want to punch Brett Ratner in the face. Okay, he has a face that screams to be punched. Wow, see that's how I feel about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But Joseph Gordon-Levitt wasn't accused of any sexual assaults. That's true. That is Brett a big Ratner difference. Just like, he just seems like a cunt. That is a big difference. Um, we had things. Oh, I have more questions for you, but maybe they'll come at the end. Um, Give me the questions. Free my soul. I want to be alone in the rock and roll and copyright. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, um, so there's this concept in the movie where everyone has to have a token that like they can use to verify whether or not they're dreaming. 
Um, Leonardo DiCaprio's is a top that he always spins, and if it falls over, he knows he's awake, and if it spins indefinitely, he knows he's still in the dream. Yeah. Um, because after diving into people's dreams for so long, um, you get a little... Uh, you get a little loopy. Get you a little turned around, a little disoriented, is. for sure. So what would your token be? Okay, so I want to go, like, kind of two-faced with it, where it's, like, a double-sided coin of some kind. So okay. And then it would be, like, tails. Like, it's a double-sided head coin. Flap it down, I get heads. I mean, like, I get tails. If you get tails, you know you're dreaming. Cause yeah. It's, okay. I like that. That's really good. I hadn't thought about the functionality of my token. Um, well, so wait. Uh, you, we had the loaded dice... I think there's only, like, three tokens ever mentioned in this. I think so, yeah. Because we get Cobb's top, Arthur's loaded dice, and then the weighted chess piece of Elliot Page. Yeah, but how does that work? What's the function of the of the weighted chess piece? So if you weight a chess piece, it won't fall over. Oh, okay, okay. So if she'll knock it, like, it'll balance itself, right? Right, it's it's a weeble. It's a weeble so wobble. So she'll flick it, and then it goes, boom. Weebles wobble, weebles wobble. We both wobble, but the dumb fall down. Remember that shit? No, not even Ooh, a bit. Mine would be a, a a Mexican jumping bean. You remember the little the little Mexican jumping bean characters? They were like little plastic beans that looked like pills, pill capsules, and um, they all had different little wrestler characters on them. Right, yeah, shake yeah, them yeah, up, yeah, I got you, sorry. And you put it in your, yeah, you'd like shake them up to prime them, and they had magnets or whatever the fuck inside, and you put it on your hand, and it would hop around. Yeah. And do that. That would so be would my that token. mean you shake it up and you put it in your palm and it doesn't move? It doesn't move. It's fuck. It's you're, you're dreaming. It's dreaming. I right. am not awake. Um. So in the, I want to put this out in the world now. If you were the subject of a mind heist, what three layers would you like? Oh wait, you don't pick the layers. Now for this you concept, pick the you're picking the three layers. Oh boy. So wait, Caleb, do you want to be the subject of the mind heist or developing the mind heist? Well, definitely, I would like, want to be developing the mind heist. Like, okay, I don't want people you have in my a three-layer dream. What is it? What's the first level, second, and third? Okay. <clears throat> so the first level would be um, pretty similar to the subject's life. Um, some weird dream sort of things. Caleb, like let's make a- this more interesting. Either make it about Ross or me, and I'm saying me because I'm right here. Okay, so... Your first layer would be your apartment, except everything is reversed and upside down. Um, That's a Stranger Things, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, but that would be your first layer of your dreams. So you get a little freak, a little freaky, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a good setting to implant little subconscious ideas into your head. Your second layer would be a WWE wrestling event, or no, okay. sorry, AEW wrestling event. Thank you for clarifying. Um, I was about to welcome. smack you. So you, so you let your guard down a little bit more at the AEW, because that's, that's your jam. Yes, sir. Um, and then your third layer would be Candyland. Like the board, like I'm playing the board game, or the board game come to life? The board game is a universe, and you're on the candy planet. God, don't tell Disney that. They'll make that a cinematic universe in a heartbeat. I feel like, I feel like there was a Candyland movie. There has to be a Candyland movie. That started uh, up, and I, I think team. they... Yeah. Did Roger ever come back from committing genocide in Ireland? Roger? No, he's on the run. Okay. I'm kind um, of sheltering him underneath my bed. Oh boy. Listen. Um, yeah, so I it's like it's to. there's like a candy cane forest and um, chocolate lakes and all that shit. It's like Willy Wonka, but it's there was a 2005 like, animated movie. 
I feel like there was one in pre-production that got canceled or something. Probably. In the last ten or fifteen years, like a live-action one, which would be I terrifying. Be, be like, like Teletubby shit. Anyway, how about you? Do you want to take a stab? Would you rather be? Would you rather be heisted, or be the heister? Heisty or heister? I so you did me. I'm gonna do you. All right, bring it on. All right. So first off, I'm going to. I've never been there, but I'm gonna open you up at that bar that you apparently go to every now and then and you have like some good beers there okay gonna open that up there okay um but it's a winery now so instead of getting booze like beer or liquor it's just wine so tricky a little bit like that make you think reality is a bit warm sounds fancy Mm -hmm. and then the second layer i'm going to say i'm going to put you on that motorcycle that just drove past Whoa. my house. I hope we picked that up. I hope the <laughs> I listener hope so could have too. heard that. It's always like... Okay, uh, so I'm on a motorcycle. That's no, cool. No, you're not on a motorcycle. Fuck off. Um, you are... Um, your second one, I think I'm going to put you in Upland. Ooh, okay. I'm going to put you in Upland Brewing where we used, where you used to live and I live relatively close to. So Just far, establish my... that familiarity still. Yeah, still yeah. keep it going. Okay, so far my my dream heist is just a bar hop. Yep, but the or third a bar one, crawl. The third one, sir. I'm putting you back at your house because I've said the mistakes on your property, on that property. You what? Like at your parents' house. I'm putting at you my parents' your... house? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, that would be so depressing if I dreamt about my parents' house. <laughs> no, your parents would be there, just the house. And like okay. but like the doors would open and be like other scenarios. Whoa. So each room in the house is a different And the basement is just nothing like it at all. Instead of Whoa. like it's just like a different universe. Okay. Well I'm down. You're not getting in, you're not getting into my subconscious though, bro. I'm kicking <laughs> bro, you out. I already got it at Upland. <laughs> Me just holds up an envelope. <laughs> I need my Mexican jumping bean. Is this a <laughs> Where's dream? Where's my Mexican jumping Am bean? Am I dreaming? I need it! <laughs> Dude, those things are so cool. I gotta go find all the little characters or whatever. They tried to make it collectible. I feel like those are the perfect things to make collectibles. They. I wonder if they're still around. I. They have to be. I can't type this way. Mexican jumping. Dylan, please do not burp on BTP. I'm ruining the moment! Ugh. Just, there's like the sour taste of my mouth now. We're not even near each other. So the original Mexican jumping bean, like the real bean, is yeah. like a it's like a nut with a worm in a it. A nut. It has like a like a bug inside of it, so it'll it'll move because it's a there's a bug. Okay. But dude, there they are. Look, I found the shit. Crazy jumping beans. Oh. Crazy jumping beans. Whoa. Crazy jumping beans. Crazy jumping beans. It's like C R A Z E E jumping beans. They're so on wait, eBay. Do they? Do they actually hip hop hippity hop? They totally do. Yeah, they got little magnets inside, or maybe they're little worms. Wow, here's a apparently Sears.com used to sell. God, them. Sears. Is Sears alive? No, Sears is dead. That's what I thought. All right, Dang, Caleb. Those things are cool. Yeah, sorry. 
We're talking about what? We're bringing it back. No, right, we're bringing it back. Jumping beans. Okay, Any okay. last thoughts on Inception? Like scenes um, or things you want to talk about? It's good. That's my last thought. <laughs> like, give it a rating. I would give Inception an 8 out of 10. All right. My last thoughts are going to be, it's great concept. Characters need a bit of work, but they're not the mainstay of the entire thing. They give you enough emotional support that they attach you to the characters because it's just how it is. Like it's, Again, it's a Nolan film. The characters aren't really written that well. I even dare say that like Dark Knight is not a good movie. But that's beside that's another day. That is another day. That is on another BPP. day. But like that's the that's the main if we ever get to that episode, I'm gonna just pick apart his writing style. Have we not well, we've done Batman, haven't we? I th- I I don't know. Ross keeps I don't track know. of everything. We'll have to look but now back I keep at track the, uh... of everything. I'm so confused on what my obligations are to this now. Obligations to what? The BPP. Your obligations are to show up and talk. And be angry? Or or, or was that well, negotiated out of my contract? It's up to you, man. If you want to shut off some of that anger, that's that's all right. Um. Okay. So my rating. Eight punchable... Oh, yeah. uh, no, wait. Seven punchable Jordan stuff go to 11 faces. What did you, what did you say? Seven punchable Joseph Gordon Levitt faces. Okay, I heard like I heard something. You else. heard ski bada bada bop. Correct, um, but uh, yeah, very punchable. With three terribly written women, combined with eight Tom Hardys. Alrighty, because so- Tom. That's the other scene I want to talk about. The one where it's like Arthur's just like shooting the uh, the projections with a gun. And then he just taps his shoulder. You can't dream bigger, darling. And he just pulls out a grenade launcher. Like, Boom! <laughs> yeah, Tom Hardy was so good in this. Tom Hardy's just great in whatever he does. Tom if he's Hardy passionate about it, he, he'll go to the moon. I enjoy Tom Hardy. I do too. All right. Um, well, spin she... your wheel, you bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do the wheel spin. So hold on. Let me share my little screen here with you. Share it quicker, you bastard. <laughs> You're not a um... rat bastard like Eric, though. Bigger wheel. Okay, you should be able to see my wheel now. Oh God, it's still huge. That's it is huge, said. but can you? Can I just want Chef? I want a happy movie. That'd be great. Can we? There's just, a lot of happy movies on here. Caleb, why don't why don't why don't we just say we landed on Chef? Caleb, meet me in the other room. We're spinning. We're oh, this God is random. It. If did. it's Chef, why is B movie on here? B movie rocks. That's why. Ah, I don't. Kale, re-roll. Kale, re-roll. Okay, we're going to re-roll. Re-roll. We're we're not feeling that one. No, I don't want to. We're taking a mulligan. We're taking a mulligan. Everyone gets a mulligan. (gasps) All right. This is more fun. Oh, my God. Why are we watching Tremors? Why not? Let's watch Tremors. Let's watch Tremors. Do you know how many spinoffs this motherfucker has? Oh, I'm sure a bajillion. I've never seen Tremors. It's ridiculous. This is going to be my first time. Oh, you're popping your cherry. My maiden voyage. Oh, we were so close to Galaxy Quest. Son of a bitch. We were, shit. And Dirty Harry, that would have been fun. But Tremors it is. Tremors 1990, directed by Ron Underwood. Muppet Treasure Island. No, don't. No cheating. I'm reading. I'm reading. There's some good ones. Um, Yeah, so join us next week for Tremors. Oh, look, I just got Galaxy Quest. (laughs) Son of a bitch. I gotta stop spinning. Son of a bitch. I I wanted that. I wanted that. It's Tremors for next week. Um, Caleb, plug something for the love of shit. 
I'll plug our socials. So follow us on socials. We've got uh, our link tree in the description of the episode or the, in the show notes. Do I have um, that? I don't think I have that. I didn't do it for the last one. I know that much. Don't worry. We'll, we'll throw it in there. We'll get it. Um, yeah. Shoot us an email. Follow us on socials. Uh, let us know what you think of Inception. And if you have any movies that you would like the BPP crew to watch, uh, let us know. We'll throw them on there. We'll and gladly we ignore them, them and tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> We may, we may uh, listen to your suggestions. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that's my plugs, plugging BPP stuff. Dylan, you I plugs. plug the happiness and good green of humanity because goddamn, I want just happiness and good greens for humanity. Huh, that's good. Just be that's, kind, y'all. Be motherfuckers, kind. be kind. I I know we only reach out to like twenty y'all, but just be kind. Yeah, that's good advice. Being kind is good. The world needs more kindness. The world needs more kindness. Just coming from the angriest guy on the fucking podcast, if that's any revelation to (laughs) y'all. You come in first out of three, Dylan, on the anger meter. I don't know. I've been pretty angry lately. I don't want to go into my personal scenarios. Either way, thank you all for listening. This is the BPP. I'm joined by the miraculous, the beautifully mustached Caleb Wee. Yeah, And I've been... been the angriest boy, Dylan. The angriest boy. Thank you for Watching your time. Watching tremors. I ate for some tremors. Pizza. I ate it's some leftover pizza the other day, and I got the tremors. Ha! <laughs> your poor plumbing.